Welcome back, everyone. I'm Nicole. And I'm Crystal. You're listening to Las Brujas and Friends podcast. A podcast where we talk about legends and paranormal stories, sprinkled with true crime, extraterrestrial, and the like. A little disclaimer. We're not professionals. We're not historians. We just love everything scary. If you haven't already, which you should have, subscribe to and review this podcast. In this episode, we are going, to, well, I am going to be covering a very, very famous and popular conspiracy theory that is Princess Diana. And what are you going to be covering today? Ooh. I'm going to be covering um, an entity where we've spoken about in the past. Um, it's a beach in Texas, um, the Galveston Island Beach. Uh, this is something where we've spoken about it in the past, how we think this is more of like an energy source where our spirits can, um, oh, the water magnify. Yes. The water. Yes. Mm -hmm. The water is everything. Yeah. All right. So I am going first today and I have so many notes. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the conspiracy theory hole that is Princess Diana. And I guess I'll just start from the beginning. You don't know anything about Princess Diana. I don't. I mean, basics. You know, her her wedding with that giant wedding dress train. It she was, was a princess as far princess. as I got. Princess, that's it. Yep. She was married into the royal family. I'm um, okay. So I'm going to start at the beginning. Who is Princess Diana since you obviously don't know who she is? <laughs> And I guess I'll explain it to any of you out there who don't know who she is. She was born Diana Spencer on July 1st, 1961. She is the fourth of five children. So she has four siblings. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> there are people who have said that she doesn't come from royal blood, but she actually does come from some sort of blue, blue blood, right? Blue blood is royal blood. Yes. Ruby blood? No, that's red blood. That's just blood. <laughs> okay. So her father inherited the title Earl. Earl. <laughs> in 1975. And this is when she actually earned her title as Lady Diana. Okay. So she already had a title in 1975. And Earl is a courtesy title and it signifies a member of nobility. So maybe not technically royal, but some form of nobility. Yes. And if you guys are want to know, I'm going to tell you anyways, and if you want to know, I'll tell you anyways. <laughs> Here's the ranking of the title. So it's the king and queen. They come, they're the top. Then the prince and princess. There go the branches. Then the duke and the duchess. The marquez and the marchioness, which I've never heard of. Me either. I've never heard of that title mm -hmm. before. And then the Earl. So they're not too far down the totem pole, right? That's the saying. And it goes, it gets deeper than that, the titles and the rankings, but I stopped at Earl. Um, there actually is some information I found about her ancestors mm -hmm. that they were mistresses <gasps> to the English kings. So maybe she does really have royal blood. What? <laughs> yeah. Apparently that's her family line lineage has a lot of connection to royalty, but it's through mistresses and affairs wow. and all of that stuff. 
So that kind of sucks. But I found that online somewhere. Before she became a princess, she was a nanny to an American family and they lived in London and she worked at, at a nursery. She worked at a nursery. Yeah. And she was a nursery teacher assistant. So she kind of just had like a little humble life. Yeah. Kind of. Normal life. Mm-hmm. So that's the basics of who she is. Now let's get into her marriage Fast and forward. how she became a princess. Okay. So she met Prince Charles. So he's the prince. His mom is the queen. And his dad is. His dad is actually Prince Philip. Isn't that weird? Like I look at the. Actually, no, he's not prince. He's Duke of Edinburgh or something like that. But he's not King Philip. I don't think he is. At that time? No, like now. Okay. Like there's Queen Elizabeth II Mm -hmm. and then there's Duke of Eddington Philip. (laughs) I could be completely wrong. (laughs) Let me know if I'm wrong. But anyways, okay. So he's, uh, Charles is their son and they met in 1977. So dates are super important when it comes to all of this, which I keep along. I try to go in order from like, you know, earliest to now. Chronological order. Yeah, chronological order. Um, She was introduced to Charles. He was actually dating her sister at the time when Princess Diana met him. Okay. Random. And, but it wasn't a serious relationship between the sister. The sister's name is Sarah. It wasn't anything serious, but because she was with him, I think at one of their homes somewhere in England and she happened to be there and they met and that was like their first meeting. Rumor has it that Prince Philip, his dad, Mm -hmm. wanted Charles to get married so this is when it all started. It wasn't la- a love story, not like a Disney princess <laughs> movie. Usually when it comes to... Um, like real life. Yeah. It's always arranged. Lineage. It, it is arranged, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but Prince Charles. Okay, so his dad wanted him to get married, but he was in love with somebody else. He's been in love with somebody else. Ooh, publicly. Mm-hmm. Publicly. Camila, he's married to her now. What? Yeah, it gets real twisted. Okay. So he was, according to sources, he was in love with Camila this whole time, but mm-hmm. I don't, for whatever reason, they never, uh, I guess, were seen to be fit. I guess she, maybe she wasn't fit to be royal, mm-hmm. royalty. So I guess his father was like, well, you need to make a decision. You either marry Diana or you leave her, but okay. you need to do something Ultimatum. at this point. Yeah. So. Charles proposed to Diana. Okay. He proposed to her, even though he, from he loved everything I read, yeah, he was never in love with Diana. But Diana was in love with him. But it also comes to bloodlines, too. So if they knew she was some type she of... She had nobility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, sources say that she was in love with him. And she apparently said to her sister at one point early on in the relationship, and I don't even think it was a relationship yet, but she was like, I'm going to marry the man who cannot divorce me because, you know, royalty is not supposed to get divorced. Mm -hmm. But okay. So he made the choice. He proposed to her. They saw each other on and off for a few months, but it wasn't until August 1980 that things got serious. So they met in 77, 80 Things got serious. He proposed February 6th, 1981, July 29th, 1981. Mm -hmm. So what is that? Five months after the proposal, they got married. So within a couple, a year, within a year, 
They were serious. They got engaged. They got married. Oh, yeah. Just like that. That is like super not common anymore. <laughs> you get, First of all, it takes people years to even get engaged. Like you live with your boyfriend or girlfriend forever. Mm-hmm. And then you guys will be like, all right, this is something we want to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a kid pops out before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess no, you compatible first. Not with royalty. They were married within a year. <laughs> And the wedding. Okay, so I talked about how popular this wedding was. I remember seeing in like the Inquirer magazines. Oh, yeah. The long dress. (laughs) This wedding was viewed by more than 750 million people around the world. 750 million It's a royal wedding. But there's been royal weddings before. True. This wedding is, is known as one of the biggest and most memorable weddings of all time. And they weren't even, like, he wasn't even in love with her. There are videos. There are videos of the wedding day. Camila was at the wedding because she was she was his best friend. Oh. So she was close with the family. She was there for practically everything. Yeah. There are videos of the wedding day when Charles is walking down the aisle. He looks at Camila with sad eyes like, well, <laughs> yes, you can look it up. <laughs> So they got married in July 1981. They had their two sons. William was born in 1982 and Harry was born in 1984. So soon after they had children. And but once Harry was born in 1984, that's when the marriage just like publicly started to seem like it was fizzling out. Okay. By 1986, their marriage had collapsed and uh, Prince Charles found comfort with Camilla. Of course. Of course. His best friend. His best friend. Reports came out that in 1982, they were both having affairs. Diana and Charles were both having affairs. Oh. And they were, sep- but they were separated, like on their terms, but it wasn't public yet. But I guess this is when the public found out like, oh, snap, they're not even together and they're having affairs. And it's like this whole thing. And the media loved that of couple. Course. They love them. They love the royals regardless, but whatever it was with Princess Diana, they were like obsessed with them. So reports came out uh, that they were having affairs. Mm -hmm. And by 96, they had officially divorced. I think they were married for what, 15 years? 15? I think that's 15. Yeah, because it was 71. What did I say? 81. 81 to 96. 96, yeah. And they divorced in 1996. And a year later, August 31st, 1997, Diana died in a tragic car accident. She died in that very, very famous car accident that is still yet. Nobody knows the real answer. So now we're going to get into the conspiracies. The night of the accident. We're going to start from the night of the accident. Okay. Diana had a boyfriend, a new boyfriend that nobody really liked on the royal side. He was a son of a business billionaire. His name is Dodi Fayed. Fayed? It's F-A-Y-E-D. I think it's Fayed. He's an Egyptian and he's a Muslim. So when you take that into account with very conservative royal people, it doesn't it, it did not <laughs> sit well with anybody mm-hmm. that she was even talking to this guy, right? So he's her boyfriend. They're at the Ritz in Paris. The story goes that they were trying... Okay, so they were having a really late dinner. It was like 
11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, that they were at this hotel and they were trying to distract the paparazzi because the paparazzi loved, especially now that she's like with this dude and he's the son of a billionaire. Like, you know, this there was the tea was hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People wanted to know. So paparazzi were following her 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So what they did was to just, j- distract the paparazzi was that they had they supposedly hired fake paparazzi to sit in front of this hotel to make it seem and i think her car one of her her audi was parked in front or something to make it seem like oh they're in there and they're going to come out eventually yeah but they were actually leaving through the back Mm -hmm. so she had a driver she had her bodyguard herself and then her boyfriend dodi and they left through the back but of course the paparazzi figured it out and the chase proceeded. It was after midnight when the accident happened. They were driving into a tunnel, mm-hmm. the Pont de, de Alma, the Alma, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know French. And that's when they crashed into a pillar going 85 miles per hour. The driver. The driver crashed into a pillar. According to some sources, the 13th pillar <laughs> in this tunnel hmm. going 85 miles per hour. So... As soon as the accident happened, Dodie, the boyfriend, passed away on the scene. Um, The driver passed away right then and there. But Diana was still alive. And so was her bodyguard. They were still alive when this happened. And now it gets really, really fishy. So when I said pay attention to dates and numbers, here we go. They crashed at 1223 a.m., Once they were able to remove Diana from the wreckage, they try to stabilize her and reports show that they were. This is this is the weird thing, because in America, we're so used to you get in a really bad accident. They throw in the ambulance. They take you to the first hospital you can find. Right. Yeah. They don't do that in France. They try to stabilize you before they take you to a hospital, which doesn't make any sense. But that's an hour of trying to stabilize somebody. So they spent, yeah, 40 minutes trying to stabilize her before they decided, all right, she's stable enough to take her to the hospital. But you don't know what's going on in her body. Internally. Yeah. So why would you try to stabilize somebody? Mm Okay. They Oh, and then, okay. So they stabilized her. This is 40 minutes after. Stabilizer. They get her into the, or I guess she's probably already in the ambulance at this point. They have police escort. They drove a whopping 25 to 31 miles per hour to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Especially being a royal, you're booking it. Especially being Princess Diana, mm-hmm. right? You should be with police escort. The driver of the ambulance claims that the doctor on board of the ambulance instructed him to drive slowly because of the condition of the princess. And then they try to back it up even more and say that it's a rule to drive slowly so you don't so you can avoid unnecessary casualties so you don't cause another accident. But you have police escort. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. It's not like one. And then apparently this hospital was more than an hour away. And on the way to this one hospital that the driver was told that they had an opening for her, they passed another hospital that was like, we could have taken her. Yeah. So there's that. (laughs) And then, so I talked about how the French, blah, blah, blah. I skipped a bullet point. So yeah, we know about the French. But as they're making their way to the hospital, Diana goes into cardiac arrest. Her blood pressure drops. She goes into cardiac arrest. Reports show that they're about, reports differ in this some say that they were one minute away some say that they were five minutes away from this hospital they stopped the ambulance (gasps) to stabilize her wow so yeah they stopped 
The ambulance, the doctor on the ambulance instructed the driver to stop because whatever he had to do to stabilize Diana again, he needed the vehicle to be completely stopped. Like Mm. they couldn't, he required complete absence of movement to stabilize her. They were at least within five minutes of the hospital. Like why not just take her there? Or speed. Yeah. You could get there in like 30 seconds. (laughs) The way we drive. (laughs) They drive faster over there. That's what's so weird. Mm -hmm. By 2.01 a.m., they finally, finally arrive at the hospital. This accident happened at 12.20. At 2.01, they finally get her to the hospital and she goes straight to surgery. And two hours later at 4 a.m., the princess is pronounced dead. Yeah, it's already fishy up to this point, right? It's already the paparazzi and the front door and the back door because there's, there's rumors that... They had people working on the inside. So even though Diana thought she was tricking the paparazzi to stay out front, they actually had like they they say the driver was signaling the paparazzi and the driver. We'll talk about the driver in a minute. Mm-hmm. But there's that. And then there's the the hospital and the like there's so many fishy things already and there just keeps going. Yeah. It keeps going from here. After the princess was pronounced at FRM, they immediately embalmed her body. Immediately. A lot of sources say that her body was still warm when they started the embalming process. Wow. And not only that, but it's against French law to embalm a body that quickly. But they still did it. Something's up. And there's a reasoning or there's a theory as to why they embalmed her body so quickly. I'll get to it. Poison. <laughs> Poison. Well, no, because she was in the car accident. So? Or, no, yeah. We don't know what the heck they were doing in that ambulance. Mm-hmm. See? The theories just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the, a few details about this. A lot of people point out that while she was in the car, she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And Princess Diana was known to always have her seatbelt on. So it was really, really weird. Like, that was one thing that stood out to a lot of people. Because if you look at pictures of her, she she drives. So if, whether she's in the driver's seat or whether she's in the passenger, always in the seatbelt. But for whatever reason, this night in that car, she didn't, wasn't, didn't have a seatbelt. So imagine going 85 miles per hour, slamming into a pillar, and you have no seatbelt. Mm-hmm. She was in the back seat, which is why I think it, she was alive on the scene, like, when they got there on the scene. She had to have had her seatbelt on because to be to withstand that impact, maybe when they took her out of it or she may have fallen out of it in the impact. Maybe. But she had to have had that it. she didn't have it on. Because both. But we don't know. Yeah, but both driver and boyfriend four died. Four people in there. Yeah. Like how? How? <laughs> That's the question Wait, here. What about the bodyguard? How? The bodyguard was... Still alive. He's come out with a bunch of books as to, yeah, the whole thing. But, okay, but the bodyguard doesn't remember anything from that night. And he was her personal bodyguard that she hired. Hmm. But then again, we don't know if he was working on the inside either, if he was working with the Roland. We don't know anything. Yes. He just tells his story, but he claims that he does not remember what happened that night. Hmm. Right. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about the car. The car was a Mercedes. Mercedes actually contacted whoever and said that they would do a full examination of the car to see if anybody has done anything to it, right? To alter. And yeah, to tamper, whatever. They denied Mercedes to do a full inspection of this car. Yeah. (laughs) Brakes. And then... Brakes. 
there okay so there's a rumor i don't, i didn't find any valid source about this or where this came from but there i guess there's a rumor that when they were looking at the car which wasn't some official for mercedes mm-hmm. but when they were looking at the car there was a chip missing because you know how the bottom like cars have chips i don't know they have they have things inside that, that control things and this chip that was missing apparently controlled acceleration steering braking the one chip missing from the car (laughs) was the one that controlled all the things that you kind of need to drive safely but then again i don't know how valid that rumor was Mm -hmm. the tunnel we'll go on to the tunnel the tunnel in a it's a very popular tunnel tourists a lot of tourists go in there it's a street it's a high traffic area there's cameras everywhere the cameras on this tunnel just so happened to not be working that night. Hmm. Maintenance update. That's what they said. They were doing maintenance mm-hmm. and none of the cameras caught anything. Wow. Nothing. This should be a backup camera. There was nothing. And then along with the tunnel, um, you would think this is Princess Diana. and She just got into a terrible car accident and there needs to be investigation and there needs to be proper investigation of the crash site. No, they cleaned everything up within three hours. Hosed it down. Wow. Cleaned it up. Car was gone within three hours. So there was no full investigation of the crash site at all, ever. It just keeps adding up. It just keeps like the tally list, and you're just like, you're gonna embalm her. She's still warm. Yeah, you're not gonna deny Mercedes to do an inspection, and in three hours, it's it's as if the tunnel was nothing wrong. And you take over an hour and a half to get to a hospital Mm -hmm. when there was a closer hospital. First of all, Mm -hmm. and you have a princess in your car. (laughs) What? So we, I want to move on to like. Who there's way more than this. I'm just picking up like the main things, but who people try to blame. So the French police point to the driver. Obviously, he's driving the vehicle. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, this guy's gone. They claim that he had an extremely high blood alcohol level. He supposedly had three times the limit for France. And, and they're knowing her that she's, who's Mrs. Safe. Thank you. Come on. Obvious. Out. Like that's Yes. I was going to get to that. It's so (laughs) obvious that if you're transporting the princess, first of all, you're going to risk your life as well as a princess and her bodyguard Uh and the son of a billionaire. Someone's going to call you out on it, especially. Right. Like It's insane. So apparently the France blood alcohol level is 0.5 milliliters of alcohol per liter of blood. Oh, they were able to not embalm him immediately. Immediately. Right. But they did blood work on him. Uh Oh, it gets better. Look, my next point was to talk about how <laughs> if he was drunk, nobody would have let him drive, yeah. especially Princess Diana. A lot of people, she's she's known to have like really good morals and ethical mm-hmm. and she's like the princess of the people. That's what people call her. Like, And she hated driving fast and she hated going fast. So like, why would she allow the driver... 85 miles an hour in a tunnel. Yeah, drunk. Three times higher than the limit. Like, she wouldn't have allowed that. You're not trying to cause attention. That's why you had the whole setup in the beginning of the hotel with all Mm -hmm. of your car and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Here goes the blood work. So, they found the alcohol level. There's something else. There's other things that came about um, with the blood work because of the family. The family wanted more answers, his side of the family. So, what they found was a drug in his system that it was a, a prescription drug that he was never prescribed. And that was in the blood work. 
The second thing was that's that the royal family though doesn't want a scandal like that. Hold on, he keeps saying they, <laughs> they didn't find a drug that he was prescribed to take. He had a medic a medicine medication that he was prescribed by a doctor he was supposed to take that was not in the blood work. So his so. prescripted medication that he was supposed to be taking was no regular in the blood work. Yeah. Okay. But there was some other medication in the blood work. Oh yeah. Okay. And then. This is where it gets juicy. Okay. There was carbon monoxide found in his blood. How his injuries that let him die, like what led him to die was a broken neck. If your neck breaks on impact, you're not breathing. You And it wasn't just, oh, there's traces of carbon monoxide. No, there was high levels of carbon monoxide found in his blood. He wouldn't have been breathing. And if it was an open area, it's not like it was engulfed in carbon monoxide. So how would high levels of carbon monoxide show up in his blood work? Mm-hmm. Right? So the family looked into all of these things. And they also looked into the footage of the night from the hotel. He didn't look intoxicated. He looked totally fine. He didn't complain about anything. So experts that have looked at this Mm -hmm. claim that the blood work is not of the driver. The blood work matches more with a suicide victim. Oh, yeah. So they never did blood work on the driver. No. And if they did, they switched it. Yes. And it's gone now. Mm -hmm. At this point, I'm sure Mm -hmm. it's gone. (laughs) Isn't that At first I thought you were talking about the boyfriend's family wanted research. No, no, no. The drivers. The driver's driver's family. family. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Eyewitnesses that night reported that there was a huge flash of light that came from the tunnel immediately before the car crashed. And soon after, they saw a Fiat, a white Fiat leaving the tunnel from the other side at really high speed. And they never found out who was in that Fiat. Hmm. Uh-huh. And a lot of people allude to the fact that maybe somebody was in this Fiat and they had like this really intense strobe light to blind the driver to distract him so he could crash. That's one theory that people came up with when it came to that. Dang, a strobe light? <laughs> and they asked somebody, an eyewitness, they were like, so it was like a camera flash because there was a lot of paparazzi. And this guy was like, no, this was like the tunnel lit up. Yeah. I mean, people saw it from... A distance and people aren't in the tunnel, right? <laughs> you would have to see this from a distance. So they were like the tunnel, like, and then crash. Yeah. So that's a theory. And then talking about paparazzi, the paparazzi were actually under investigation for gross negligence and they were investigated on grounds of invasion of privacy because they had, they were like mobbing them. They were trying to get away from the paparazzi. And I don't, I mean, they were going so fast. So they kind of, the blame does kind of go towards the paparazzi with this. It's, I saw reports that a picture of Princess Diana, like a a good one, say like her and the guy Mm -hmm. could go for over $500,000. Yeah. So the paparazzi were just trying to make their money, honestly. Like they were just trying to make their money. And so they're, they're, pointed at people point the finger at them and say like it's your guys's fault you caused the crash because you guys were always chasing her and she was trying to get away and blah 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 but oh and then something even worse that doesn't help the paparazzi is that when the car accident happened the paparazzi were still right they were behind them 
There's said that the paparazzi were standing on the car taking pictures of them yes. in the car. Even today's paparazzi. Come on. That's so sad. No one would help someone in need. They would want to get it out first mm-hmm. on social media. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. And those pictures never surface, though. The pictures of inside the car. They're, like, there's a paparazzi guy standing on top of the car taking pictures of dead people. And Princess Diana dying. Those pictures have never surfaced. And there's no videos of the crash. There's no photos of the crash. How do you have paparazzi chasing you? And there's not one photo or video that's come up of the cr- mm-hmm. actual crash. And the cameras in the tunnels don't work. Like, what? They do work. <laughs> it was, they were just confiscated ahead of time. That's what it is. The one good thing that came out of this, the one good thing that came out of this was that because of people pointing the finger at the paparazzi and they got a lot of heat after this, like people hated the paparazzi and they were just like the enemy for a really long time. They changed a lot of the laws that paparazzi aren't allowed to take pictures of you and it's invasion private. Like they changed a bunch of laws for the paparazzi. So that's why I think now a lot of people say that the paparazzi in Europe is a lot nicer than the paparazzi in America because I don't think we've changed our rules that much when it comes to them. But it's like the one good thing that came out of that. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about her boyfriend just a little bit. Um, like I said earlier, he was Muslim and he's from Egypt and his dad is a billionaire. He's like 1.7 billion. He owns the Ritz. Mm. So that's just one thing he owns. I think he owns another store, Harrods. Have you heard of Harrods? It's a European store, but he owns those. And we talked about how the royal family is very conservative and they did not want Diana to bring somebody like that into the circle because she has children with Charles and whoever she ends up with will be their stepfather mm-hmm. and they will be because she still lived in the palace too. She When they divorced, she got something like $17 million and then every year she would get like $700,000 a year just, yeah, just for being married to him. <laughs> So it's not like she needed Dodie for his money. Yeah. People believe, okay, this is the one that gets me. People believe that Diana was pregnant. (gasps) This is where the embalming comes in because they cannot run a pregnancy test. They did not run one and they cannot run one because they embalmed her so quickly. Yeah. Had to have been. Had to have been. Because apparently there's rumors that he was talking to jewelers and jewelers had come to them and they were... I mean, why would somebody look at a private jeweler, right? Mm -hmm. They were going to, people say they were going to get married. He was actually engaged to a very famous model, Kelly Fisher. I think that's the model. And he left her high and dry to the point that this model was going to sue him. What? Because she claimed that she was like so distraught because he proposed to her. He gave her a ring and everything. And then he just left her and he was with Diana. So people blame Dodie kind of like not his fault, but blame that because she was in a relationship with him and he was Muslim and he's not, you know, like them (laughs) trying to be politically correct here. Well, she was stepping out outside of what she was raised to be in Mm -hmm. after having a publicly divorced marriage, you know, terrible marriage role. Now that she's out and exploring, I I could definitely go with that pregnancy conspiracy for Mm -hmm. sure. She was pregnant. 
she was going to marry him and they were like, nope, that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. We don't want no ties records. to that. Yeah. And like I said, we'll never know if she was pregnant because they embalmed her. Doctor knows. the do- Oh, yeah. That doctor in the ambulance knows. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. So that's pretty much all I have about this. There's so much more, especially with Prince Charles and Camilla. Camilla. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she doesn't say Camila. But the reason why I wanted to talk about Princess Diana was because about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stepping away from the royal, from their royal duties, because he's always talking about the press and how he's he I saw him make a statement one time where he said somewhere along the lines, I couldn't find him, so mad I didn't save it. But he said somewhere along the lines of I know more than what you guys know, and I have no choice but to take care of my family and my wife. And I was just like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. And I was like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That's really deep. Yeah. That's her own child. Yeah. He was 12 when she passed. He wasn't a baby. He remembers. Mm-hmm. And he said he didn't speak about it at all. All for like 28 years. Never spoke about it. And now that he's talking about it, now he's like the floodgates have opened and he's married Meghan Markle and she's Canadian and she's not, I don't think she's a royal blood. I don't know. I didn't look into her that much. It's like, I feel like a lot of things are going to start coming Yeah. (laughs) Which is really scary for them. But he's trying to protect his own. So that's why he's not wanting to be in the limelight as well. And he's always trying to take the the blame i'm putting air quotes because it's not a blame but he's always like it's my decision and i'm looking after for me and my wife and my family like he's always saying it that way Mm because he he knows that the tabloids and the people are going to rip her to shreds if she even opens her mouth and says she had any doing in this (laughs) but that's all i have for princess diana um yeah isn't that crazy it is insane yeah and that was just like the surface There's so much more because it goes into the relationship and how she was brought up and blah, blah, blah. It's like so much. But I've been talking for like 40 minutes, so I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. You can talk now. (laughs) All right. So everyone, I am going to start talking about, um, we're going to go back just history-wise, Galveston. Uh, The Galveston Island is located in Texas. There's an island in Texas? Yeah. Like for real? Yeah, it's a small little island. Um, And this island was found um, by John Lafitte. He was a famous Mm -hmm. pirate. And um, his history just with him as a child, he explored the wetlands and he was very charismatic growing up. Um, He was a pirate. Yeah, he was handsome. (laughs) The women loved him. One of his uh, favorite um, loves was liquor and gambling. And he was also known for his (laughs) exports. He was raised in Louisiana. um, But I guess... Going back with the British, uh, he had a brother, and with him being the rebel out of everything, he adopted the manner of mannerisms of a noble and always dressed his best. Um, he would raid pirate ships and take everything that would be of the owner of the captain, and then you know get rid of the goods and whatnot, profit mm-hmm. off of it, and give back the ship to the captain. What? So he's like, give me all your yeah. stuff. Yeah. But here's your ship. 
correct. Yep. <laughs> and so Jean settled in uh, the island of Galveston and was given a full pardon from the British. The Native American tribe that was uh, uh, residing in that island is the Karankoa Indians. They are now extinct. Um, they ruled most of this territory. Mm. So the history with the Karankoa Indians was they hunted shellfish. Uh, it was a lot of fish. The main method of tra- transportation for the Karankoas was uh, through canoes. And Karanka- the canoes. Karankoas' uh, meaning is to be a dog lover or dog raiser. What? Yeah. So they were very powerful runners and swimmers, hence that's how they hunted for their food. Mm-hmm. Um, John Lafitte battled the Karankoas and um, wiped the tribe out. So on, we're going to just fast forward a little bit. Yes. The pirate? The pirate, yeah. Oh, so mm-hmm. he was So with that. his men, it settled bad. there. So let's fast forward a little bit, uh, aside from settling and establishing the Galveston town. It was supposed to be one of the most richest areas um, back in the 1900s. Now, going specifically to a date on September 8th, this island was struck by a category four hurricane. I've been through that. Yes. <laughs> so this at not fun, this guys. time, this was one of the most terrible natural disasters that happened in the city. It was desolated and an estimated of six to eight thousand people were killed Jeez on the please. island. One fourth of the population overnight gone, wiped out. So buildings were leveled. Yeah. Oh um, people were missing. Um, to this day, contractors when they do any type of renovation or restoration mm-hmm. they find bones oh. yes because wait a category six four. Oh, a four i was looking up hurricane andrew that was a category five and yeah. that was bad yeah so this one was back this was way back in 1900 so they didn't have any of the fours yeah. this, you know so this was one of the i mean we survived hurricane andrew in a trailer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were living in the trailer <laughs> So this, so, you know, they have unmarked graves everywhere. Um, How it was said was when um, the hurricane came and everything was flooded, because there were so many bodies, it was impossible to bury them all. So the Galveston officials attempted to do burial at the sea, but the bodies kept washing back to shore. Yeah. And lastly, they just said, you know what, let's just go ahead and wherever they are build a grave here it is so there's a lot of unmarked graves and that's why with the restoration and everything people find bones and it's because of what had happened that's really creepy can you imagine so to this day galveston um contractors are digging on the island they still find unmarked graves with victims so there's so many bodies it's impossible to bury them all because of the uh they wanted to do burial at the sea and the bodies kept washing up back to shore that's so what is burial at can i look that up it's just like a flush Think of it that way. This was the easiest way they that they thought. They have them down, don't they? Do they? They didn't think Ooh. of that at that time. I mean, okay. you think of it, you have six to 8,000 bodies that are just dead now. What did um, they think? The fish were going to eat them? As <laughs> many as 4,000 bodies were burned at the beach. Mm, that's what I thought would been like the... And s- there was a building that choice. was nearby. It was St. <laughs> Mary's Orphanage Asylum. They had about 90 orphans and 10 nuns. Um, so at the time of this... The nuns. At the time of this <laughs> storm that was happening, the nuns had decided to tie the kids up as groups. So then each nun had so many kids to take oh, care okay. of. Okay. And... By this time, as the storm became more heavy, 
the building collapsed. There's, it is said only three children survived out of oh everybody. Mm-hmm. Only three survivors. Imagine those three survivors, mm-hmm. those kids. So in 1902, the citizens of Galveston started to build a seawall. This is a 16-foot concrete wall, and it just blocks off the shore from ever having that wall yeah rise tide yeah and where saint mary's resided uh walmart is now there oh okay and so this walmart has a lot of paranormal activity i was watching videos yes so this video employees and customers have witnessed children either playing weeping during the night shift so obviously during that time period we already know that with water yeah we already know water energy is there okay this is across the street from the beach now toys across the street from the beach it's the beach well the walmart (laughs) yeah right across literally it's just a road that's blocking it yeah that's crazy yeah so in this walmart in this toy section toys are to have fallen off the shelves you hear kids playing you hear somebody screaming wailing for help so customers say somebody's in trouble go to get help they can't find where the sound is coming from yes i need to look at yeah so um there is a an employee that's there that i was watching she's actually going to be writing a book about the paranormal activity in the walmart okay i'll wait for the book yeah (laughs) and so these kids that play she talks to the kids and says hey you know show show me that you're here and the toys will start lighting up i want you to turn this one on turn that one on and there they go. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, yeah. Thank you. I'm it's not going to. Pretty insane. <laughs> um, the It is said that people are overcome by a feeling of sorrow when they lay down in the water at the beach. Oh. Think about it. Yeah. All those bodies All those that people, were yeah. that died there, the ones that actually did sink to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. So it is a very bad feeling with sadness and sorrow that uh, people think that you'll have to go as you go deeper in the water the spirits are beckoning the swimmers to join them to their watery grave oh Mm -hmm. no yeah and after the so after the hurricane there's a three day three decade mob um they are actually one of the um visionaries that started las vegas out here <gasps> yeah so they were over here they were over there they were the maceo brothers oh yeah and so they helped rebuild the galveston uh town oh. after yeah so um Man, a lot of paranormal stuff happens around the mob yeah right we yes. hear a lot of stories whenever it comes to the mob it's usually we're usually talking about ghosts yeah That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So Galveston used to be Las Vegas before Las Vegas became to be what it is now. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. yes. So that these visionaries rebuilt it after the hurricane. It became more of a wealthy, regained its wealth. A lot of the establishments that they had are now more of like museums. Um, And I just feel like why not do something that you can have some type of like a um, like a warp pull of these energies pulling you. It reminds me of like Hercules while yeah. their Hades has yeah, his yeah, pool yeah. and these spirits are just pulling yeah. him and pulling him. I remember <laughs> watching the movie the other night yeah. and they talk about there's Hades and then there's the gods and then there's all the spirits and then down there is the um the witches. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess we're those. Yeah. <laughs> the three witches. <laughs> Because you know Julie's always like, I'm the, the 
the horse, the Pegasus, and mm-hmm. then Payne's like, I'm Hercules, and I'm like, I guess me and your mom are those witches. <laughs> Hold the thread. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Anyways, so anybody yeah. who hasn't seen Hercules, you mm-hmm. should see. It's a good movie. There's a lot of other um, paranormal um, encounters in Texas with beaches. So th- mm-hmm. I found on GalvestonGhost.com, they do have a picture of the bodies laid out. Uh, like it's like a newspaper photo yeah. of what it was before. That's and that was pretty weird because, you know, you don't want to see stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it actually, it happens. It's a natural disaster and you just want to be able to move forward and not have them. They're just stuck. These poor people that were, you know, they couldn't do anything they at that time. Yeah. There was, was nothing hurt. to help It was them. a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's scary. Yeah. And like I said, we for Hurricane Andrew, I don't really remember it. I was little, but I remember we were in the trailer and we were all in the tub. <laughs> that's my mom. My mom said that. I think was I in there too or what? Maybe. Wow, our memory is so shot. Yeah. But we were I guess we were in a tub in this trailer. We survived. <laughs> but imagine how much better our our like housing has gotten because for us to survive a category five hurricane in a trailer mm-hmm. and we were in, it's in florida we're surrounded by water mm-hmm. surrounded there's water everywhere not just the ocean but there's a bunch of lakes and there's canals and there's a lot of water there so imagine how bad these people had it that a category four wiped them out mm-hmm. i'm looking at galveston texas and i see three pyramids did you see this nope there are three pi- okay there's always a theory about pyramids, mm-hmm. right? It's supposed to be, it, it signifies like Illuminati. It, I don't know. There's always like conspiracy theories. So, but I'm looking at this. We're talking about paranormal stuff. We're talking about the mob. We're talking about all these things. And now three pyramids pop up in Galveston, Texas. It's a very, and they're three and they're lined up in a triangle. It was hard for me to choose a specific beach in Texas because they have like top 10 on backpackreverse.com of what paranormal they have. There was one that I saw that had, I believe it was banana. Banana? Banana. It's called Banana Bend Highlands. So this is supposed to be just an area where you should stay away from the tree line because the shadow people have been spotted darting through the trees. Oh, heck no. Yes. Some say that there are spirits of children who have drowned and there have been reports of little bobbing heads in the water. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yes. I am not here for that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy moly. And that's what I got for the Galveston Beach. Yeah. That's... I was okay with Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> then I saw You Paradise. see crazy things at Walmart already. Yeah, Walmart. So to see even more when it comes to paranormal activity, people that are just... They just restock and they're there and the toys just fly right next to you. That's insane. Mm. <laughs> that's insane to be just be... And I'm always in the toy aisle because... <laughs> They're toys. Yep. I like toys. Yep. Can you? I can't imagine being a Walmart toy just fall. Actually, has that happened before? I'm sure a toy has fallen at one point. But I usually go in busy times and there's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there late at night by myself. Oh, wow. This The pyramids is at Moody Gardens. And I can't find any like information about it. It's very interesting. Now I want to... Look up Galveston. Oh, I see it. Moody Gardens. You see the three it pyramids? It means a park with a mer- aquarium. But why are there three pyramids? 
pyramids always freak me out. We have a pyramid here and that one freaks me out. Yeah. Every time I go into the Luxor, I I don't feel right. Have you ever felt like that when you're at the Luxor inside? It, there's something about the Luxor, the pyramid on Las Vegas Boulevard that never sits right with me. <laughs> I don't like being in there. I don't like being around it. I think it looks cool, but I just, there's nothing that makes me want to go to that specific hotel. Pyramid freaks me out. Actually, you know what? I think the next podcast, I'm going to look at Pyramid (laughs) (laughs) now that we're talking about it. All right. So this wraps up this episode for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed these stories, my conspiracy theories. Well, they're not even my conspiracy theories. I looked them all up online. Mm -hmm. But the conspiracy theories I talk about Princess Diana, please let me know if I got any information wrong. I would like to be correct. <laughs> and I hope you guys don't live in Galveston, Texas. <laughs> or let us know if you've encountered it. That'd be great to see what your stories are about it, too. And growing up around that area or nearby in the beach, if you've explored it and felt that sorrow, that energy, that, yeah. let us know. I want to know if you saw bobbing heads in the water. <laughs> That's at Banana Bend. That's at Banana Bend Highlands. Yeah, so Galveston Beach, you have the wall. The wall. It protects you, but you're in the beach and then you feel... You don't go to the beach to feel sad. No, you go to the beach to go have a good time, to go lay out, to Mm -hmm. go be one with the beach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get a tan. (laughs) Go, what do you do at the beach? Wakeboarding. Mm -hmm. Boogie boarding. Skimboarding. Skimboarding. I used to do that. I used to get so many bruises from doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not anymore. I'm done with that. We don't don't have a beach anyways. (laughs) That takes planning. Mm -hmm. But... This wraps up this episode. Subscribe to Las Brujas and Friends podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Las Brujas Podcast and on Twitter at Brujas Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Any feedback, suggestions, or personal testimonials that confirm these stories, we would love to read them. A question for you. How do you feel at the beach? Do you feel happy? Do you feel sad? And do you believe there's more to the death of Princess Diana? We do. Join us next week. We post every Friday. Sometimes less, sometimes more. But you know. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.